podcasting, The Latest Frontier. These are the episodes of a Catch-as-Catch-Can podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange, nerdy topics, to chat about sports, movies, sci-fi, and so much more, to boldly pod where this nerd has gone before. Captain's Log, pod date 0331.19. On this episode of Too Boldly Pod, we have a literal cornucopia of things to talk about. We're going to discuss some of my favorite movies all time because I'm doing this online social media 10 movies in 10 days thing. And then we're going to ever so briefly discuss music because you all know that I also run and host shows on an online music station called Spock Rock Radio, which will then lead into our twofold question of the day where we talk a little bit about baseball predictions and your favorite decade in music. And then we will close shop with a sort of a new segment that I'm calling the hell is wrong with mankind so scotty set phasers on stun engage at one point in my podcasting life i did a sort of movie review movie commentary podcast for a little while and i've been thinking about working it back into this one on occasion just for you know something to talk about something to do not that i really need anything else to get me to talk but a perfect thing happened this week on social media that sort of opened the door to me introducing it into this podcast and it was one of those little challenges that you get on social media and i was nominated to do the 10 movies in 10 days challenge by my friend Narek. And it's basically, you just post a, a scene from the movie. You don't even say the name of the movie or whatnot. It's just a movie that had an impact on you. And there are tons of movies that had an impact on me. So we'll go through the lists, at least what I have so far, because it's only been eight days. And maybe you can tell me some movies that had an impact on you later on on Facebook or Twitter at Too Boldly Pod, or maybe some of these movies will as well. Now, day one, I simply had The Day the Earth Stood Still, and I'm talking about the 1951 version and not the 2000s version with Keanu Reeves because that was an utter piece of garbage, in my opinion. Now, the, the 50s version was sort of goes hand-in-hand hand with my love for 50s sci-fi movies and... It's just one of those movies that I can constantly watch over and over again. And I think that is probably the one when I watched it as a kid that really gained my love for 
50s sci-fi movies. Day two was the famous Captain Kirk scene from The Wrath of Khan screaming Khan, which I'm not going to do the lame Khan! Okay, yeah, I did it. So that goes without saying. Everyone knows I'm a huge Trekkie and... Within the Trek community, there's always all these arguments about whether or not Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, is the best Star Trek movie of all time. And personally, I think it is. But I'm also different from most Trekkies where I let other people actually have their opinions and respect them if they don't jibe with mine. And day three was, if I can get to it, the movie from 1989 called Communion, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with my love of the paranormal because in the late 70s and early 80s, I really became fascinated with ufology and the paranormal, and I was reading every possible book I could get, and then the whole alien abduction phenomenon really exploded in the late 70s and early 80s, and when Whitley Strieber released the book Communion, I bought it, and I read it, and then I found the audiobook, and I would listen to it over and over and over again. So when that movie came out, it was a great movie. I'm watching it now. It doesn't hold up to modern times like a lot of movies do, but I still love the story behind it whether it's true or not is really sort of irrelevant but I, I just did something about that movie I just love uh the fourth movie day four was the the famous I am your father scene from the Empire Strikes Back and that's another thing that a lot of people debate about what their favorite Star Wars movie is and Star Wars will always hold a new hope will always hold a a near and dear place in my heart because it introduced the universe to all of us. But The Empire Strikes Back, to me, is almost a perfect movie because you get good, you get bad, you get foils, you get laughs, you get sorrow, you get joy, and you get some twists in there like the... I am your father scene. I'm going to go all Star Wars nerd on everybody out there. If you didn't know, it's most commonly misrepresented as Luke, I am your father. But actually the line is, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. To which Luke says, he told me enough. He told me you killed him. To whereas Vader says, no, I am your father. So there you have it. Some little... Some little Star Wars nerd for you. Uh, day five was the a scene from Tucker, the man in his dream. And that kind of goes hand in hand with my love of history. And being from Michigan, the, the whole Tucker story is a great one because of the whole automotive industry. And there's just something about a well-done historical movie that I really, really love. Now, day six was another thing that sort of harkens back to my youth. And it was King Kong versus Godzilla. I just, and I still love them to this day, but I, back then I just loved the monster movies. Not necessarily the old Universal 
Draculas and Frankensteins, but the Godzilla movies and stuff like that, I just ate up. And even as a kid, I would run home or run off the bus and get in inside enough to turn on Channel 20 to watch Ultraman and Johnny Sacco. So that should tell you a little bit about who I am and whatnot. And uh, today's selection, I, I kind of thought long and hard because there's so many comedies from the 70s and 80s that I love, and I wanted to include one in there. But one that there's so many movies... What movie out there, that's a side question I'll ask, what movie out there can you almost turn on and hit mute and read the entire movie aloud? And for me, one of them is the movie Airplane. So I have two more selections to go. I'll leave those as surprises if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter. And maybe if you have a movie or a top 10 movies that mean a lot to you, you can let me know on Facebook or Twitter at Too Boldly Pod. Now, as most of you know, I also run and host music shows on an online radio station called Spock Rock Radio. And during the past week or so, I've been thinking that I don't really meld the two together. And maybe at some point I probably should because... Two of the passions that I have are music and all the nonsense that I talk about on here, but yet I never seem to mind meld them together. And why not? Why shouldn't I? And initially, I had just turned on the recorder and started talking about music. And before I knew it, I was 13 minutes into this big long rant about the history of music and I don't really think I said much of anything. So I deleted it and the whole point of me doing this isn't necessarily to sit down and tell everybody about, you know, the history of rock and roll. It's just basically to sort of amplify and bring together the two things that I love. It's this podcast and it's music and DJing on Spock Rock Radio. So, essentially, this is all going to lead up to a Too Boldly Pod question. So, that being said, I did ask, and we'll get to it in a minute, but I asked people on social media what their favorite decade of music was, and it got me thinking about all the different, you know, styles and dichotomies there are throughout the almost 70 years of rock and roll and we could go beyond rock and roll into classical and all the other genres that are out there but you know the things that i i like are really centered around rock and roll and pop so we'll stick to that and and of course we all know it started in the 50s and 50s sort of had that allure that romanticism about it and it still does i mean you go to these car shows and what are they generally playing for the most part it's either 50s and 60s music or a blend of 50s and 60s and classic rock so there's that that nostalgia to 50s music that people just seem to to love and honor and the 60s sort of ushered in the 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 decade of the the meaningful music if you can 
catch my drift on that. They, they it had a message to it. And again, I don't want to get too preachy on here about music because everybody loves what they love. But to me, that was sort of the, 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 the hallmark moment for music when, when music really had some meaning with the protest movement and everything in the 1960s. Then the 70s, we sort of got a birth of what is commonly called today as classic rock, and that's really taken hold because, side story, when I was growing up in the 80s, classic rock and oldies stations would play 50s and early 60s. Now Nowadays, classic rock stations play classic rock, which is generally 70s good old-fashioned rock and roll and 80s good old-fashioned rock and roll. And it's starting to bleed a little bit into 90s, but it's still your classic rock stations, for the most part, are your 70s and 80s rock and roll. Now, the 70s also had a lot of split-off genres. I mean, you had the, the sort of birth of the punk movement, and we all know about disco, Funk really took hold, even though it started in the late 60s, it really took hold in the 1970s. And my favorite, as most of you know, is progressive rock, and that was really taken hold in the early to mid-1970s. Now, the 80s, I could sit here and rant forever about the 80s, but and there's so many different sounds that came out of the 1980s, but... Most people generalize the 80s as an 80s sound, and that kind of goes to your your mid to late 80s pop sound, and kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm going to say about the 90s, because the, before we get to the 90s, the 80s, again, was so instrumental in music, because you kind of had the birth of hip-hop and the the very late 70s, but early 80s into the mid 80s, which spawned into the the gangsta and hardcore rap of the 1990s and today. So then you kind of transfer one one thing I will say before we bleed into the 90s. Most decades had their their dying out period at the beginning of the next decade, but it almost seems like the 80s of all the other decades was one that really just ended at, at 1989. You didn't have much sound in the 1990s that had an 80s sound. There were a few bands that that bled over, but not a lot. But the 70s, you had a little bit in 1980 and 81 that still had that sort of 70s sound. But when the 90s started, there wasn't a ton of bands that had the quote-unquote 80s sound. Now, as the 90s go, that's most people, much like the 80s, generalize the 90s as grunge, rap, and R&B. And there was a whole ton of different sounds that were big in the 1990s. And you had the, the art rock, or however you want to word it, college rock sound the the rems and bands like that you had the grunge sound from the the seattle area which was huge and still is today and the 90s was really a birth of the modern day r&b sound so i could go into the 2000s and beyond but i'm not i don't want to say expert because that makes me 
come off as an expert. And I'm no expert. I'm just a fan of music. So I'll leave it at the 90s and maybe somebody might be willing to come on here later on and talk to me a little bit about modern music. So maybe if you get to the Tabodley Pod question and you didn't answer, you can let me know your favorite decade of music and why by contacting me on Facebook or Twitter at Tuboldly Pod. So this week's Tuboldly Pod kind of goes hand in hand with my little music rant that I previously did, and it's also a potpourri of Tuboldly Pod cues because I asked a couple questions throughout the week. Now, the main question to go along with the music thing was, what, in your view, was the greatest decade in music, and what is your least favorite? And we we got a, a few responses to that. Kelly responded simply, the 80s. Jenny responded, 1960s is my favorite. 2010s is my least favorite. I just don't get it. Larry replied, 80s rock, 90s country for his favorite, least is 2000s pop rock. Kurt replied, the 1960s was by far the best. The worst, in my opinion, was the 2000s. Doug replied, 60s and 70s minus the disco, and the worst is 2000s. Now, Mark kind of dug a little deeper with his answer. He said... From 65 to 75 is the best, and the last 20 years are the worst. Jody replied, Motley Crue and F Country, and too many one-hit wonders to pick 2000. So I don't really get that answer as far as decades go, but it is what it is. My answer, simply put, most of you that listen to my radio shows know that I will always be the biggest 80s fan, which is kind of counterintuitive if you know me well enough because my favorite band is predominantly known as a 70s progressive band. But for whatever reason, it's probably because that's the decade that I, my formative years, if you will, that I grew up in. So the 1980s will always be the best. As far as the least favorite I'm growing more of an appreciation for some of the newer music, the 2010s music. It's still not my favorite. I don't listen to a lot of it, so it's sort of a pick-and-choose thing. But, you know, people could say that really about every decade of music. There's things that you pick, like Doug said, with disco. He likes 70s but doesn't like the disco. So with the 2010s, more of the, the, the rock and sort of edgy pop stuff I really kind of I'm growing to appreciate and not so much into the top 40 sound or whatever the the bubblegum pop for lack of a better phrase I'm not a big fan of it I wasn't as a kid I really wasn't a big 50s fan at all but again maybe this is maturing with with age but i'm growing more of an appreciation for 50s but the 80s always will be my favorite decade in music and another too boldly pod question i posed is this past week we 
we celebrated a national holiday of sorts. It was opening day for Major League Baseball. Now, I know some people aren't big fans of baseball. Others are a little too reverent with it and take it a little too seriously. But you know what? Baseball is as America as America is America. And yes, I just wrote that lame joke. So, but what I asked, simple question is, what is your prediction for your favorite baseball team this year? Now, we didn't get a ton of responses, which is to be expected because some people just don't like to give predictions, even though we do this just simply for fun. Now, the ones I did, I got one from... Steve, and he's a Tiger fan. He said his prediction is 68-94. Patrick is a Yankee fan, and he guessed 101-61. and That's pretty bold. Kate is a Cub fan, and she predicted 163, whereas I am a Tiger fan. My prediction was the Tigers will go... 72 and 90 and you know what the thing around the tigers this year is yeah they're in a rebuilding mode but i kind of agree with some of the so-called experts out there i think their offense is going to be a lot better than it's expected to be and if any of these young arms can produce i think they're gonna have a better year than expected. Now we're going to attempt a new kind of segment here to sort of close out the show in a more light-hearted but semi-sort of serious fashion. And it's basically, I, I get all of these articles sent to me by my buddy Dave and other folks to include on a morning show thing that I'm working on for Spock Rock Radio that my friend Kelly and I are going to eventually start doing. And in that, we're just working on the, working off the headlines and sort of making humorous little funny snide comments about it. But when I found this article, I just, it, it, it's like that screams to me podcast. So I won't read the whole thing, but we'll, we'll kind of skim over it. And the headline is, Man says bosses farting is a form of bullying in a $1.2 million lawsuit. An Australian court is being tasked with determining whether flatulence is a form of bullying in a lawsuit filed by a man against his boss who regularly, regularly thrusted his bum at him according to the reports now i'm not going to give the guy's name or not but he brought the case against his supervisor whom he called mr stinky to an australian court of appeals of the supreme court of victoria and is seeking 1.28 million dollars in damages now he's quoted as saying i would be sitting with my face to the wall and he would come into the room which was small and had no windows, and he would fart behind me and walk away. He would do this like five or six times a day. The stench would prompt an engineer to spray deodorant at his boss, 
And that's where the lawsuit spawned. Now, is it rude? Is it unkind? Is it ignorant? Yes, it is. Is it bullying? I don't know if it's bullying or not, but come on, man. What kind of damages are you going to get or need, should I say, $1.2 million in damages because somebody farted and left their stank in your general vicinity five or six times a day? So what do we draw from this conclusion? You know, reading this made me think of an old Dennis Miller joke that he talked about when all these celebrities were coming out with their own fragrances and perfumes and colognes. He said, we all have our own scents. They're called farts. So it's a fart. It's, I mean, if something comes out of you that smells that bad, you're about to die within a week anyways. So you know what? $1.2 million or not, your problems are going to be solved if it's that bad. So I suppose don't fart around anybody. Don't leave your stank laying around. And really all I can think to say about this entire lawsuit is the hell is wrong with mankind. And that's going to wrap up this episode of To Boldly Pod. I hope you enjoyed my 10 movies in 10 days thing. If you have a movie you'd like to to share or let me know or even talk about, let me know on Facebook or Twitter. And I hope you enjoyed our quick little music conversation and also our To Boldly Pod questions about favorite decades in music and your favorite baseball team's prediction. And finally, I'm really curious what everybody thought about the new segment, What in the Hell is Wrong with Mankind? As usual, I don't have a closer for this show, so I will just say this. Thank you all for tuning in. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. No, I am your father. WLLP Spock Rock Radio